0: This is a special edition of Minnesota Native News, COVID-19 Community Conversations, with host, Leah Lem. COVID-19 Community Conversations is supported by a grant from the Minnesota Department of Health.
1: Anin, hello, I'm Leah Lem. Miigwech, and thank you for joining me for an in-depth conversation Exploring how Indian Country in Minnesota is responding and adapting to the current pandemic. Today on the show, winter is coming. So how can we stay active? Keep our spirits up while trying to keep our communities safe? We'll hear my conversation with Bill Primo from the Blacks Band. He's an elder and retired. He's also my dad and shares wisdom with a side of humor or maybe vice versa. And reporter Melissa Townsend talks with Mary Lagarde from the White Earth Nation. She's the executive director of the Minneapolis American Indian Center. I'm looking forward to sharing their words. But first, here's a quick suggestion from the Mayo Clinic for those of us who are at our desks most of the day, no matter the season.
2: Danny Johnson, a wellness physical therapist, says Mayo Clinic came up with a solution that can help people squeeze in some exercise throughout their day without having to leave their desk. We wanted to design five really simple exercises that you can do with a desk and a chair in a very small space so that you can work movement into your day she calls them the five fabulous exercises they are chair push-ups desk push-ups chair squats toe raises and side kicks johnson says doing these series of five exercises only takes a few minutes and is designed to be done periodically throughout your day if you do that four or five times throughout the day you've really gathered a great deal of resistance training, body weight exercises in a very short period of time spread out throughout your day. That report was courtesy of the
1: Mayo Clinic News Network and a good reminder of a few things to do at my desk while I transfer files or perhaps between phone calls. So today we'll talk about staying active body and mind. First up, here's my conversation with Bill Primo. Who is my dad?
3: Hello. Yeah, I'm on. I think. Okay, good. <laughs> how's, how's the how's the commo?
1: The camo. Oh, the the communications. Yeah. Good.
3: <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah, I was hey. worried about it because this is my uh, my new landline. The other one gave up ghost on me about a week ago. Mm.
1: You know what? It doesn't sound too bad. You sound good, Dad.
3: You got a good night's sleep. <laughs>
1: Okay, cool. So I'm going to ask you questions, but if you have questions for me, please go, please go right ahead and ask them. So can you take a moment to introduce yourself?:
3: Buju. My name is uh, William Primo. I live in uh, Tamrak State Forest, uh, west of sandstone, uh, uh, near the reservation called Ajumug. Bijou um, and Du Dame, the And we're all good here. Good. So I
1: want to talk about staying active, both body and mind, uh, especially during the pandemic and especially coming uh, onto winter time here. So I know I'm, um, I'm struggling a bit. I'd like instantly want to just hide and hibernate, <laughs> so to speak. So I'm hoping to maybe get a little wisdom going forward. So can you tell me a little bit about what physical activity looked like growing up?
3: Who said we're who said we're growing up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. We were just we were busy all the time out here. We uh, there was no uh, no 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 sitting down or stuff like that. Only if there was uh, you know really bad weather outside or it was really too cold, then you know we had uh, we had uh, those activities that were normal for out here. You know, I looked at looked at books. Uh, looked at uh, Looked at the old Sears catalog and wished all day um, you know or we, we listened to, we listened to stories that the, that the uh, old ones to- told and um, on those days where we were able to get outside in the wintertime just, we were out helping um, helping haul wood, haul water, uh, shovel the snow, the usual um, the usual uh, winter activities and in the summertime it was um, if they could catch us, uh, we would help uh, we'd still haul wood, haul water, Make sure the make sure the stove and the, the stove was uh, well stocked, and you know just generally stay out of the way. <laughs>
1: right, I know. Like, there's a lot of uh, opportunity to play, and I know for me, it's it's hard because I don't know if I really like to play so much <laughs> um, outside. But so I'm trying to like uh, build up the gumption to like get outside, you know, maybe ski, ice skate, something like that. So, and what does physical activity look like for you nowadays?
3: Nowadays, when I'm, when I'm, when I, when, when I was old. <laughs>
1: when you're still young, but just now.
3: <laughs> we have our, uh, our pattern here of walking. You grab the dog, head up to the highway, down the road a little ways, and then down through the woods. Some days one way, some days another. Um, some days we, we walk, uh, Maybe maybe a mile mile and a half you know just to get the get the get the blood going back in the house we you know there's there's domestic chores there's stuff I do outside i I like working with woodworking and um i keep the uh, i try to keep the vehicles and I still crawl around under the cars it, it may take a while for me to get under, but uh, I do get under there and change oil on some of the some of the vehicles and and then um further on towards winter i I plow the driveway I, I make sure that the dog is all well kept you know I, I try to maintain a, a a sort of a routine that I go through every day to keep myself uh active.
1: What are you building? You said woodworking
3: you, you remember that uh, remember that thing that I, I got you this summer with the uh, the uh, triangles uh, design in it
1: yeah, it was like a octagon with different colored wood cut into like diamond and triangle shapes that kind of reminded me of a star quilt anyway. But it's like wood art.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to set up my saws for that. I'm gonna. Um, I still have to uh, locate some wood that's thin enough because there's nobody. There's no uh, mill working shops around here. So what I have to do is uh, find a place that'll cut those. Uh, cut me some thinner wood or mill some wood down, so I can set my saws up to make those triangles. I'm gonna try to make a, a better, one, different one with a with a. I didn't make that last one, but I want to try to make something with a different kind of design. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of that, uh, I think it was a, what was that, a hexagon, octagon. I want to do that. And there's there's a couple other projects I got in mind too. For I want to grab, get some cedar. I want to try to learn how to make a cradle board. Hmm. Try to make some snowshoes, and you know, keep you know, test my limits at what I can do.
1: There you go. Would the snowshoes be for you?
3: I don't know. It depends. Maybe I make some small ones. Maybe I make some for Marvin. Oh, Man, yeah. I don't want to make the big ones. <laughs> you know, make get some leather and you know, you know. Bend some, bend some trees, and bend some stuff like that, and weave them up. It may look may look like a a crazy spider design, but you know we'll give her a go.
1: <laughs> nice. So for me, physical activity always seemed to involve going to the gym, <laughs> or you know putting in a workout video. So I need to find ways to like just. Bring physical activity more into my life, kind of like what you're doing, just like physically working on things. Yeah. Do you have any ideas for what what might be good for me? Knowing me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's lots of things. You know, like you know, you could you could go out and stack wood. mm
1: mm-hmm.
3: I don't I don't like to I don't like to have people shovel shovel snow. That's just too much. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be strenuous. It just has to be. Doing something, you know, like you know, like uh, maybe you can uh, learn, learn, learn to split wood. You know, you don't have to do that all day long. You can, you know, half hour is good. You know, mm-hmm. walk down to the mailbox.
1: Oh, I know.
3: Ski down to the mailbox.
1: <laughs> That's like a twenty-minute round-trip walk. So <laughs> yeah. Oh well,
3: my 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 big Monday morning walk is lugging that trash down to the highway. Oh. You go sit down for about four hours after that.
1: <laughs> so physical activity and, of course, mental activity. Mental activity is kind of a big thing that um, is necessary, especially when it gets dark early and stays dark later in the day. It feels like I'm always tired. So adding in physical activity and keeping up mental activities is uh, important during this time. Uh, how are you staying mentally active?
3: Well, you know you know you know you know I'm a, I'm a, I like to read I read as read as much as I can I my reading stack is getting ahead of me I'm not keeping up as much as I much as I'd like to I still have notes I'm making for our, our next native story storytelling thing that's going on I think I'm going to try to do three three this session and uh, trying to find the uh, the words that I can't remember you know like mm. that that's always hard to do and you know, do, try to do research or try to find somebody that will remember how to say a certain passage in Ojibwe, and all. Oh, that's uh, extra hard to do. Or mm-hmm. I like to watch a good movie or oh, yeah. learn how to order stuff online. That's always, <laughs> oh, no. that's always interesting. Um, never know what you're going to get after you do that. Mm-hmm.
1: Can you say a little more about the storytelling project just from your perspective, like what you're doing with that?
3: The thing I think it's put on for the um, the uh, Minnesota Historical Society, I believe. I'm not. Sh- I'm not really sure on that part. Uh, we're uh, what we do is do we'll get a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of elders that are have gotten together, or we've been brought together to uh, reminisce or uh, uh, tell stories that we we had heard, or uh, you know uh, make up make up your own stories uh, and then uh, tell them in Ojibwe. We have uh, transcribers that come come in come to your house or we meet somewhere that will uh transcribe what you say and mm. and then we we also have a a bunch of really really talented artists that illustrate the book mm-hmm. those, those, those are some really good little, uh, little little illustrations it's interesting i like it um i'm hard pressed uh, because uh, I, you know we lived so long in the city that i've forgotten a lot of the language and getting back with the with the, interpreting my stories um it's uh helping me re relearn what I've forgotten.
1: Hmm. Yeah, the language is I, I mean, I'm trying to learn <laughs> a little more of Ojibwe Moen and it is I, I have a long road ahead of me.
3: Oh here's yours my here's my saying. Here we go. Never imagine never imagine a long road. See? <laughs> What's that? Never imagine a long road. Okay. Just just, just start. That's all I <laughs>
1: Well, that's all I can do, you know, one foot in front of the other. Who is it? Uh, Bilbo Baggins. There you go. Yeah, it's it takes a lot of brain energy to do my Ojibwe homework. It give me differential equations, give me physics, but Ojibwe has, has my brain doing jump ropes and somersaults and all of this stuff. It's It's actually pretty... Pretty fun. You mentioned earlier books. I know. I know you read a lot. Um, is there something you're reading right now?
3: I was reading. I, I just. I just reopened an old book. It's called Code Talkers. Um, I started reading that one a while ago, and I just wanted to get back into that. Uh, I'm getting into the war movie. More war movie kind of. Mm. And uh, I thought I'd start with that, and then I'll then I'd look for that uh, that Nicolas Cage movie. Uh, what was it? Code Talkers that's by the same name.
1: Wind Talkers.
3: Oh that's what yeah, that that, that was it. Something like that. That's anyway, the one I just
1: I just googled it.
3: <laughs> that'll fade. That'll fade in, in about a week or two, but that's that's for now.
1: And you also are watching movies, right? I keep my heart rate up every night <laughs> with a uh, scary movie.
3: Serves <laughs> you're right.
1: During the month of October Daniel and I are watching a scary movie every night because he hasn't seen like so many that I'm like introducing him to all these scary movies how many
3: how many movies I, I was not supposed to let you guys watch
1: <laughs> I know he's like how have you seen this movie I was like I saw this movie when I was a
3: kid <laughs> <laughs> I know they really used to get mad at me <laughs> you let him watch that <laughs> I, I said, just because you couldn't just because you didn't watch it
1: <laughs> All those old like poltergeist movies or yep. Halloween or Pet <laughs> Cemetery. We just watched Pet Cemetery last night.
3: <laughs> yeah, those are classics.
1: I know they're classics now and they're not even really that scary, but you know, a little scary.
3: <laughs> but when you're like five, but when you're like 10 or 11, it'd be kind of scary.
1: Yeah, 10 or 11 hanging out with your cousins trying yep. to scare each other. But so many of these movies have, have the typical trope of um, the, the house or the hotel or whatever being built on an old Indian burial ground. I
3: know, why do you leave this alone? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, that's what you get. No, but, I know. Like, it was, it's so, I never realized it until like watching all these movies kind of back-to-back, yeah. just how many times it pops up. In these movies,
3: I think that's a whole that's a, that's a whole whole avenue that it, that hasn't been really explored yet. Mm-hmm. There are some movies that have watched that just are starting to touch on it. Like um, what was some like a uh, uh, um, Pathfinder? If you remember, remember mm-hmm. if you ever see that one about the story where the the Viking lands in America mm-hmm. and then he becomes the truth the, the Pathfinder to lead the tribe? You know, like, oh God, <laughs> is you know, that, that and. The, there was, there's other movies where, like, the, the the old, you know, the old Indian guy, you know, they're, I, I, I believe it was Chief Dan George or something like that, was being chased by some crooks or something in the car and they're running away. And he stops the car and, and the boy's driving or something like that, a young boy. He goes out and he sprinkles the, the stuff on the highway. He gets in the car and takes off. The crooks come and smash into an in, in, in invisible barrier. <laughs> That's scary.
1: Wow, <laughs>
3: you know stuff like that. They they just started to touch stuff like that, you know, and and uh, I, I just I wish they would do a lot more, but you know, like uh, the Twilight, where they had the Indians turning into uh, into, into
1: right, yeah, you know,
3: you know stuff like that, you know, like the, they, they haven't they haven't used. You know cultural, you know stories, you know uh, enough in these these movies, and then getting gotten um, native actors in, involved.
1: Mm hmm. Well, at least in Twilight, they did have some native actors. <laughs> yeah. At least so. One.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, so let's see. One second, let me check my list. I think we got to everything I put down.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to head to town later, too. i got to go get my car fixed.
1: Okay. Uh, we'll have a good trip to town, Dad, and we'll talk soon, huh?
3: Hey, you guys be <laughs> careful up there. The snow's coming.
1: Yep, sure is. <laughs> We're looking out for All right. you. All say,
3: right. Say hi to Daniel for me.
1: Okay, we will do. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. Listening to a special edition of Minnesota Native News, COVID-19 Community Conversations, supported by a grant from the Minnesota Department of Health. I'm Leah Lem. And today we're talking about keeping sharp and staying active, especially during the pandemic and as winter gets closer. We just heard from Bill Primo, my dad and elder, and we chatted about incorporating activity into our daily life and keeping the mind sharp through language. He was calling in from over by Ajamuug, just east of Hinkley. And now we'll head to the Twin Cities. There are American Indian community centers in the main urban areas and gathering spaces on every reservation in our state. But with the COVID-19 pandemic precautions, the connections and community that develops in these spaces has been cut down the Minneapolis American Indian Center is developing limited in-person and online activities for the Native community there. Our reporter Melissa Townsend talked with Mary Lagarde, Executive Director of the Minneapolis American Indian Center and citizen of the White Earth Nation.
0: Like most everything in Minnesota, the Minneapolis American Indian Center closed its doors in March as part of the COVID-19 pandemic precautions. Since then, Executive Director Mary Lagarde has opened up some parts of the building on a limited basis.
2: With the gym, we had to get basketball going again. You know, with, with all of the escalating violence in the community, we really needed a safe place for our young people to be. I mean, there's just been so many shootings and just so much crime And so what uh, my staff have done, they are limiting it to no more than 20 altogether. All have to register to be a part of it. And they all get temperatures taken and names and contact information. And, you know, we are, you know, cleaning and sanitizing before and after. We just, we had to do something. We couldn't not do anything. The
0: American Indian Center has a full fitness center too, which is also now open.
2: That is by appointment only um, and really limited to no more than three individuals at a time.
0: Normally, the Minneapolis American Indian Center offers classes on culture all week long, like dance and language and drum classes. And now, Mary says, those are all happening online.
2: You know, my staff are wonderful with technology. So they have figured it out. Um, And our culture, language, and arts network program has totally gone virtual. You know, they are providing Ojibwe and Dakota language classes with about 200 people attending each class. And it's all virtual on Zoom. They have also moved the drum and dance to virtual. A lot of it is bringing on individuals to talk about culture, to uh, talk about values. And so they have been doing that. So yeah, they're just great. They have Friday family fun night. Usually, you know, our doors would be open and families would be here. And, you know, we have at least 100 people in in our building for that, for activities. Um, With that, they've gone virtual. And so, um, you know, the first 25 families to sign up, they receive all of the materials and supplies needed to do the activities at home along with the staff. And so the staff are doing the classes virtually and the families are watching it. And so they're getting pumpkins and um, and then there will be a costume contest also.
0: So if you have online access and some space in your home, you can still dance and drum and learn Dakota or Ojibwe with the teachers at the American Indian Center. But for elders, Mary says, these online classes can be hard to reach. So she's starting a new initiative to get them connected.
2: So a lot of us, we're Zooming, right? So we're doing virtual meetings. It's not so easy for our elders to do, you know, for a number of reasons. And you know, what we will be doing in this coming year. Um, We are developing a new program, which will help our elders kind of break into the new technology. And we'll be hiring a staff person who will be a tech support. That's so
0: great.
2: Providing the, you know, equipment that um, our elders Need. And so I think we'll be working with a core group of about 50 elders, you know, walk through how to get on a Zoom because our hope is that we'll be able to do more virtual classes with them. There's a number of, of classes that our fitness and nutrition program has been working on, but just the challenges of, of getting our elders on the Zoom participating has been difficult. So we're hoping in this next year that. The program will be up and running and, you know, we'll be able to do more virtual with
0: them. What a great idea for sure. You know, I was reading something about, you know, nursing homes are such a difficult situation right now because COVID spreads. But then also the isolation really contributes to uh, unhealth, you know, unhealth, is that a word, <laughs> really contributes to declining health. Do you feel like that's that's part of the picture for the elders that usually come to the American Indian Center?
2: you know i do we we hear from them you know we hear that you know like i said you know they miss their friends they miss being here so what we've decided to do we are doing smaller groups in person and it's groups of 10 or less so what i've done is talked with the elders coordinator for our fitness and nutrition program to develop a class Um, where smaller groups of elders would be able to come in and exercise. So starting at the end of this month, um, we will have small groups of elders that will be able to come in to our gymnasium and they will do chair exercises. This is something that we had been doing pre-COVID. We had had regular chair exercise groups for the elders. Um, We had Classes on falls prevention and balance. So, you know, we are going to bring those back kind of in smaller doses and, you know, really have, you know, just a small core group of elders. I think it will help them with their overall health, you know, breaking down the isolation, being able to see each other and and being able to move around a bit.
0: What are the age range of the elders that usually come for the fitness program and the?
2: For that, I would say about 62 to 70 um, in that range. And are they working usually
0: or are they home? Or?
2: They are home. Um, you know, some will do a little work on the side, um, but you know, they're home. And about 35 to 40 elders would frequent the Minneapolis American Indian Center daily. You know, we were a dining site for congregate dining. Um, We would provide transportation for those that were in need of transportation services. And, you know, there'd be other activities here for them. So, you know, our elders like to play bingo. Um, You know, we would have bingo. We would have um, walking groups, you know, other social events for them. And so I know that they really miss that part. Um, They miss seeing their friends being a part of that larger group. Interesting, yeah.
0: So there's a lot of programming at the Minneapolis American Indian Center for youth and elders and families. Some of it's in person, some of it's online. And that's got Mary's hands pretty full, trying to develop new ways to facilitate connection and engagement in the Minneapolis Native community. You know, just as an executive director of an organization right now, managing all of that, trying to think of all the details... I mean, just I don't know if this is a personal note, but how has that been? It sounds like an extraordinary amount of pressure. Is that what it feels like?
2: It does. Yes. <laughs> you know, between you know it was the pandemic and then it was the civil unrest in our community, and now it's the pandemic and the aftermath of the civil unrest in the community. um so it it's definitely been. It's been a very challenging year, you know, something that I I hope that we don't have to repeat.
1: That was our reporter, Melissa Townsend, talking with Mary Lagarde, Executive Director of the Minneapolis American Indian Center and citizen of the White Earth Nation. Thank you, Bill Primo and Mary Lagarde, for taking time to talk with us and sharing your words. And thank you for listening today. Miigwech. We already have some snow here in northern Minnesota and I already feel the urge to hide under a blanket until the grass is green again, but I got my boots and my winter coat out of storage and I'm getting ready to stay active during the cold months. And I need to be honest, I'm not looking forward to this winter as much as I have in the past. I love big family get-togethers, I love seeing my 90-year-old grandma play with my 7-year-old son. That would be super heartwarming, but this year just isn't the same. I usually spend lots of time in the gym, you know, working out, sauna, hot tub, workout classes, then of course the coffee shop. Being physically active helps my body, and also my mind and spirit. But this year, with the pandemic, staying active will look a bit different. I know I need to weave physical activity into my life while keeping my distance, so, I'm thinking of more ways to play and explore, and it looks like I'll be hauling more wood for my daily workout. And of course, studying Ojibwe not only for a connection to my family, but also for my brain. <laughs> Miigwech, and I wish you health. I'm Leah Lem.
0: Minnesota Native News Special Edition COVID-19 Community Conversations is supported by the Minnesota Department of
2: Health.